Esoterics Podcast. I'm Joe, and I am here with your Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about the new moon in Pisces. But not before we catch up with each other. How you doing? What's going on? I am doing great. I am so happy that we're going to talk about the moon energy today because um, that heaviness from the last new moon in January has lifted finally. <laughs> it took an entire new moon phase for it yeah. to lift. Yeah. Finally. Very excited about it. And I've done so much inner work, so much heavy works. It's been so heavy and awful. And I've done so much that I um, have decided that I'm going to do a dot art painting, a diamond art painting. And I bought one and it was 10 bucks off Amazon and I'm very excited. So that's how I'm going to reward myself for all of my hard work. I love work. the dot art. I, yes. Isn't yeah. it fun? Like those sparkly diamonds and everything. Oh, it, it's tacky as all hell. <laughs> and I certainly don't know that I'd put it on my wall, but I might. It depends. Yeah. I like the, the elephant you had and then you had mandalas too when you had your, your studio, right? And you did the dot art classes there. Okay, yeah, so those are that's dot art. That's like okay. paint. Um see the see the the, the moon uh -huh. face behind me? That's that's okay. dot art. These are dot it's diamond art. Okay. So they're like sequins that you use this like, like bedazzled this pen with wax okay. on the end okay. of it. <laughs> yes! Like bedazzled, only they're okay. sticky and so um, you stick them to this this canvas. It's like a paint yes. by number, but only with, with freaking sequins. Like I said, when they're done, I have a mandala that's actually really beautiful. Uh, the mandala is beautiful. But for the most part, like I saw one, some lady did, and it was a big horse. <laughs> Tacky as fuck, right? <laughs> it was awful. But I don't care. They're so fun to do. They're addicting. Yeah. Um, I've never done one. And I want to do, do an art class. And I think I'm at the point where, like, I haven't found what I want, so I think I'm just going to make it. <laughs> I, I wanted to go to a class that you sit down in a group and you paint something, but I don't want to drink alcohol. <laughs> right? I, I mean, you don't have to. Do, do they? I have a problem with there? paying for something and then not get not doing the thing that I paid for. So if I'm paying, you know, and it includes the wine, I, I can't. That's not so. Mm -mm. So mm -mm. I think okay. I'm going to like mm -hmm. put together my own art class that involves something and not necessarily alcohol or wine, um, something different. You know, I can totally see you and the littles sitting around your table, your dining room table doing dot art. Yeah. Um, I can totally see it and everybody would be into it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. It, or not dot art. I keep calling it dot art. It's freaking diamond, diamond art. art. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So here's the deal. So I went into Michael's looking for a diamond art kit. Uh -huh. And honestly, they were all like 30 and $40. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, that's not right. And also they're ugly. So why would I pay fucking $40 <laughs> for fucking diamond art horse? Right. I'm not doing that. So you know, then I took the old Amazon, which is uh, my last resort because I want to support local brick and mortars. Yes. But if you don't have what I need, then I'm fucking bouncing to it Amazon in a minute. Yeah. And they have thousands and thousands and thousands of them on there. And they're all like nine bucks. And I got it in two days at my mm. door delivered. Honestly, 
it's the same with dog food. You know what I mean? Like I seriously, like I want to go to the grocery store and buy dog food, but it's, it's 16, you know, I think it was like $16 for like a can of six. And then like a year ago, it was like eight bucks. So it's double. Uh, I can get a 24, a case of them for 20 bucks from Amazon. I'm going to, I don't even want to think about it. Like, I don't want to worry about, not that I, I don't worry about it, but I'm just like the audacity that eggs are $8 right now. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait, what? $8? Yeah. $8 for, well, I think it's an 18 pack that I buy from Costco, but still. Wait. Okay. Hold on. So I've been hearing people complain about the price of eggs and I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. Right. Cause every time I go to the grocery store, they're a dollar ninety nine. Okay. So what eggs are $8 and it's a real it thing? It is. No, it is a real thing. Cause they're that that's the same price they were actually, I think a dozen was $8 at Trader Joe's, which, what? which at Trader Joe's, I only go for certain things. I don't go for my staples. I don't buy the milk there. I don't buy eggs there. Um, yeah, there's certain, several things that I do not purchase at Trader Joe's because it's always going to be more expensive. But that's why I have that's why I have a Costco membership is because that's where I get my staples from. And there's people pushing egg conspiracies now because as as per usual, we can't just take things at face value or deal with things as they are there always has to be some what are they saying that there's something in the feed that is causing (laughs) chickens to produce less or no (laughs) eggs yeah i was watching this girl's tiktok videos and then and then i ended up going down the stupid rabbit hole um she has her chickens at home and they haven't been laying eggs and so then she decided to make her own own feed uh, and then as soon as she did, started feeding them that, and then it started producing eggs. And I was like, well, you know, just because you have the one singular experience does not prove a rule. It does not, you know, that's not how, that's not how it works. Oh, these fucking people and their conspiracy <laughs> theories. They have a conspiracy theory for everything. Uh, I mean, everything. And just imagine how fear-based they are in other areas of their life. That would be interesting to do like a re- some research. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My husband was telling me he was at the barber shop and somebody was trying to tell him about this Lady Gaga conspiracy that allegedly she was actually in a group of two. It was a group of, of two artists and that the other one died mysteriously. Um, and then that's when Lady Gaga got famous or whatever. I'm like, that's an insult to Lady Gaga. Like, you're saying that what she wouldn't be famous had she not done this sacrifice of this other person or whatever. The other thing is that it's very documented, like her early journey, like when she used to just perform in clubs and stuff when she was in college or college age, I guess I should say, because I think she dropped out of college to go like pursue her music career. That that would exist. Those videos would be there that information would be accessible it's not like it just disappears off the face of the internet who knows but honestly um if you ask me they're um passing up the real perpetrators the aliens that's that's oh, okay that's what it sounds like okay to me. they're just ignoring thank you for bringing that up <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> 
Because I don't know if you have seen all of these videos of all these strange UFO. And by UFO, I mean unidentified flying object. Like, you know, literal, a literal UFO videos that are all over the internet right now. Have you seen them? Well, I was before this, I was watching, I was downstairs making jewelry and I had the TV on in the background and it's on the travel channel right now. And it's freaking paranormal something. And it's all about aliens. And listen, all these people are recording. This is like legit recordings Uh of these weird whale sounds in the air Uh over like places like Alaska and shit. So it's all over. It's a, it's a frenzy. It's about time. The the fucking aliens are real and it's about time. (laughs) My thing is, I don't think that there's anything to be afraid of because clearly if these beings have the ability to travel, however, you know, whatever that distance is, something that we are clearly not capable of doing yet, um, to come and look at us or visit us (laughs) or whatever it is that they're doing, um, with that technology paired We'd be dead. Like, we would be dead. If they that's, wanted us dead, we would be dead. That's what I said. If they wanted us dead, we would be dead, number yeah. one. Number two, they're, no, they do experiments on people. <laughs> Thank God that's not my freaking path or purpose. Um, you know, they don't have shit to do. They need people to do experiments on. Look. Allegedly. This has been going on for years and years and years and years and years and years. And it's the only conspiracy theory I believe that yeah. the government is keeping fucking aliens from us. I mean, Other than that, it's yeah. stupid for people to doubt the existence of aliens because they, they prove their existence to us all the time. It's so stupid. Yeah, they are all over the place. I mean, really. They're everywhere. Um, we are aliens. We are star seeds and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was telling my daughter, though, about, like, you know, Roswell and and how that all came about after we used the nuclear bomb. And that's the whole theory of, like, why aliens came to visit. Is because they were like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, what They're the hell are you guys doing? Down there. Yeah, like, are you guys about to... Are you guys okay? <laughs> that was... <laughs> What's up? Are you guys okay? So I'm starting to wonder, like... Um, are they just maybe coming in to check on us because we are like messing up the environment with the whole train derailments that are happening and all the, the water contamination. Plus, you know, there's still an ongoing war. Uh, You know, I don't, maybe they're just coming in and be like, Hey, you guys. Okay. I don't know. The earth is a shit show right now, but I mean, in all seriousness, um, this is a part of the evolution of society. Um, modern society, you know, across earth, right? And this is evolution. This is consciousness. This is, you know, consciousness uprising. And in order for things to come up to be healed, um, first we have to hit rock bottom. You know, the shit show has to happen and that's what's happening right now. And I believe that, you know, obviously um, it feels like it started with COVID, but it started way before that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that makes sense, especially for people who are climate change deniers or, who just don't give a shit because it literally doesn't affect them. But all of a sudden when now you can't drink your tap water, you can't shower, like you can't use your water uh, because it's contaminated. And so now you're directly affected. Well, now is the time, you know, now you're going to seek the change because it's directly affecting you and it sucks that it has to get to that point. But yeah, that that it makes sense, right? Because 
some people don't give a shit until it affects them. Well, it's interesting, too, that it happened in Ohio because they're the most ambivalent as long as they're, you know, they're... Are you talking about the train derailment? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because so it just seems like they're... Um, and I'm not generalizing or saying everybody from Ohio, obviously, but what I am saying is that typically um, they are that whole area, that Ohio, um, Southern Indiana, Western or Eastern Indiana, Southern Illinois, you know, mm-hmm. all of that whole general area is, and even Southern Michigan, um, Southwest Michigan is conservative and um very republican and so i just think it's interesting that um you know something like that happens in the heart of that country yeah um and that they're realizing wait because you know ohioans won't go with shitty fucking polluted water uh for what has it been now 15 years yeah like like flint has so you know i think the word conservative is interesting I think I think about this a lot because it's like, what does that mean exactly? Is it just mean that you are trying to conserve your way of life as is and fuck all to everyone else? Because that's the feeling that I get. That's an interesting concept. You know, conservative. I mean, as I know it, as it applies to Republicans, is not necessarily a bad thing. They just have more conservative views, less spending, more, you know, whatever. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's a one that that's a pretty clever perspective on it that, yeah, they are trying to conserve their own rights, their own safety, their own, you know, um, being the minority or the majority, uh, you know, with no care for anyone else, with no regard for anyone else and how that affects it. Yeah, which I'm not saying the Republicans aren't, but there are some Republicans that are that are not focused on that but i definitely feel that all of the MAGA republicans um are focused on that they're like we don't give a shit about anybody but ourselves Mm -hmm. our we're the victims our rights are being taken away we're being taken over by jews and blacks and you know everybody else and we we want it all to stop because we colonized this land for a goddamn reason and now it's being (laughs) overrun by people of brown and yellow and other colored skin yeah and God knows the change is change is scary. I don't know, man. Okay, so that was an uplifting um, conversation, <laughs> as Fearless and I tend to do. We go off on these tangents. Listen, we live in a three D world, and part of living on Earth and then living in the United States as we do is being part of this fucking society. So no, we can't just be like, oh, love and light. All the fucking time. Like, it's it's just not how it works. Shit affects us. I'm loving, like, pretty much never, so. <laughs> you, what's going on? Do you have any announcements? I have, my offerings are up on my website. That is fiorelease.com. I just completed my first local offering here, and that was our new moon ceremony that we did uh, on Sunday, the 19th. How did it go? It was awesome. Yay. Yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah, we we booked every spot. Um, and so it gave me a really good understanding of how I'm going to utilize the space going forward because we are going to continue doing this um, hopefully on a monthly basis. Yeah. Uh, but I'll see just kind of how my how my schedule goes and how that how it allows. But no, it was great. We had um, 
the, a ceremony. We had a meditation. I did Reiki and Limpias on everyone. Um, and then we got a, a chance to talk at the end. And yeah, it was great. Um, yeah. We had one of our listeners come come up from San Diego, and that was really cool. That is very cool. That is very cool. They're traveling for us. Yeah. For you, but yes. That was so cool. Yeah. Um, So uh, any events or anything upcoming will be posted on my website. That's purelease.com slash events. That's exciting. Yeah. And lastly, we have our Journey Within Retreat, and that is taking place in New Ago, Michigan. This will be on Friday, June 23rd through Sunday, June 25th. And this is a plant-assisted medicine retreat. And we have one spot left. One. Of, yeah, as of the day of this recording. So Uno. That's it. That's you. <laughs> one spot. Yes, that's you, whoever you are. Yeah. How about you? You have uh, announcements? I do. Today I launched my everyday wear um, line of jewelry and um, it went really, really, really well. Pieces are still selling, so I'm very excited. And that is validation that um, I am switching from um, doing custom commissions to doing um, launches once a month or whenever I feel called to. So custom intuitive designs are closing in five days, five days. So if you want one, be sure to get your order in and paid for before February 25th, because February 26th, they're gone. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna accept them as awful as I will feel telling somebody sorry, but I just, I have to set a boundary and do this or else I'll keep taking them and then I'll never be away from them. Um, I'm not sure when I'll feel called to start doing them again. It really is a calling. Um, but, um, um, I know that hopefully maybe I'll um, throw a few out every, um, you know, couple months or so. So that'll be something fun. Um, and I will be creating more, like I said, everyday jewelry and have a larger inventory and I'm moving toward, um, um, finer, um, silver and sterling silver and silver pieces uh-huh. my uh, and then like gold gold uh, plated sterling silver um, mm-hmm. so i won't be doing 14 karat gold guys not yet not until um, i'm a bala soon 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 hopefully yeah yay okay well ready to talk about the moon yeah let's talk about it okay all right so this new moon is in pisces and Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. It's also known as the mystic. It's the most psychic of all the astro signs. Yes. The thing to know about Pisces is that itself is deeply in tune with the currents of energy, emotion, feeling, and that intuitive knowing that may not be visible to everyone. Right. Pisces is one of the three water signs. But unlike the other water signs, it doesn't have the shell of Cancer's crab or the stinger of Scorpio's sometimes misunderstood scorpion. Mm. The fish is exposed. It's free. It's about living a life without boundaries. Um, It's about being open to empathy and destruction, which also just keep in mind that destruction always leads to new beginnings. Mm and, and that whole full range of human emotions in between. That's beautiful. And that destruction ties into sort of that rebirth 
and transformation too of new moons. Yep. You know, new moons, it's always, it's always about change and change is ever present. Yeah. New moons are the beginning of the moon cycle. Yep. And the lessons of the new moon continue on through the the entire month. So they they complete throughout the the whole cycle uh, until you get to your, your full moon which is when you get the closure, the full understanding of those lessons that started off in the beginning. And, and it's all, it's all a cycle and it, we, we're in it all the time. Pisces teaches us that our feelings hold information. And then when we allow ourselves to dive deeper and deeper into our consciousness, we unravel the mysteries of that energy. Uh, it isn't until we are able to really get into conscious awareness that we can uncover our blocks, our visions, our inspiration, and the capacity to manifest any dream. Yeah, it's that 12th house energy. I love that 12th house energy. Yes. Yeah. Subconscious or spirituality. It's, um, yeah, our psychic, it's our intuitive, our empathic. And right now we are prepping uh, because this, this new moon is a really great time to really dive in to that, um, that which we're trying to call in because we're really, this is more about closing out cycles. So the new moon is the best time to manifest because it's the best time to get your plans in order, like write things down, like what, what am I looking to achieve? What energy am I trying to jump into? Like, what is it that I'm trying to call in? Because next month, Saturn is going to enter Pisces and it's going to stay there for more than two years. So again, because Pisces is that last sign of the Zodiac and then coupled with Saturn, um, that's going to indicate ending or a completion point to a bigger cycle. Right. And so it's in, here, there's two things that I want to like um, add to that is that mm-hmm. Pisces is ruled by Neptune and Neptune is the planet of imagination or rather visualization, mm. which is the key to manifestation. So that's why that's just another layer of why it's so manifestation is so powerful in this. Um, so tonight, um, definitely make a list uh, of, of what you want to visualize or call into your life or manifest and just sit and think about it and visualize it. Yes. And then the other thing about Saturn that was coming to me is that it, like, like myself, if you've already done some serious, just, fucking shit show work over the last 28 days um the saturn that's going to be coming back in is going to be a little bit different it's not going to be as hard or as filled with lessons or karma if you haven't done your work then it's you're going to feel it again but the next two years will be because saturn is like again this the planet of of karma so it's like this is what you get as a result of doing all that work so i'm not fearing that saturn coming back because I'm like, what more? What more can you bring at me, bitch? I mean, you've thrown everything at me, and I'm <laughs> coming out the other end of it. So yeah, I'm yeah. excited, kind of. Yeah, Saturn. Saturn is definitely known as the Lord of Karma. I don't. So. He's mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's also it can be compared to like a strict teacher or mm-hmm. a master teacher. Yep. But no, even though it can bring really harsh lessons. The whole purpose of going through a harsh lesson is because it pushes it pushes you to bring out the best of you, your fullest potential. Yep, addressing your shadow. 
yeah and then when you're done or when saturn is done with you you're left feeling wiser more mature more aligned with where you want to be but yeah as it travels through each sign of the zodiac it ensures that all our karmic checks and balances are paid so if you know your birth chart you can look to see what house saturn has been touring in while in aquarius and then you can figure out what themes you're going to be working with yeah yeah, mine were every day, and it sure as hell hit me in every day. Yeah. You know, and again, too, um, as a Capricorn, um, you know, Capricorns know Saturn intimately. And, you know, that's it's the, mm-hmm. the planet that rules their sign. Um, but it's still, it, it, it can be a bugger, um, you know, make us feel insecure and sad and lost and that life is really hard. Um, but then this new moon actually has that connection to Venus and Pluto too. So um, there should be yeah. a feeling of that return of stability and patience. Have you felt, did you, I know you didn't feel as strongly as I did, but you still felt it. Yes. Um, more about, mine was more about direction. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to flow because I like my problem. This has been my problem my entire life is that I will overthink things, right? I will think, you know, every possible possibility of why I should or shouldn't do something. Uh, I think of worst case scenario. I think of best case scenario. And honestly, as like helpful as that sometimes is for practical purposes, it's also really fucking exhausting. Yeah. And sometimes it's easier to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to do this one thing right now and see how that feels. And if that feels good, then I'll do more of it. And if it doesn't feel good, then I won't do it again. And that's it. Like just allowing myself to be in flow, like of trying things out, of learning, of being open and not trying to hold on to things so hard and demanding that they be or look a certain way that is really 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 hard because we want to control because (laughs) especially because there's you know new moons are about change they're about new beginnings they're about transformation all of those things and people struggle within those changes right they don't want things to change or they want things to change in the way that they want them to change and um, it's really within that surrender where your beauty sort of hits. So, yeah, yeah that's hard. The, the freaking surrender is hard. Surrender is hard. It is 100% hard. It is not easy. Yeah. So how, how can we work with this new moon in Pisces energy? Uh, okay. So this new moon, because it's ideal for new beginnings, and it's in Pisces and it's all got all that amazing, intuitive, um, inspirational energy. It's a perfect for launches, launching things, okay. um, building from the ground up, making long term goals or plans. So when you're working on those goals, you're going to focus on the strength of your structure, right? Mm-hmm. Starting from the ground up. So that's really good energy right now to start that in. It's also a good time to work to work with this energy. It's a good time for uncluttering, uncluttering your life. And again, that surrendering and letting go of practices, beliefs, habits, and especially people who complicate your goals. Um, things in your life where you're finding right now, these things, these people, they're just complicating your goals. 
let go of them because it's just going to make it easier, your goals easier to achieve. So right. that's really another, a really good way to work with it. It also means radical acceptance of the deeper shadow um, that you have been shown in January and February, yeah. and then taking those tangible steps to address it, right? Um, in fact, I mean, I'm sure that that's what it means for, for, for really all of us. So if you truly want that new beginning that this new moon can bring, um, you're going to have to take care of shit. So I know um, it's hard. <laughs> But um, if there's anything that you're like, oh, I don't want to take, I don't want to address it. I want to ignore it or, you know, procrastination or avoidance or anything like that. I think it's going to keep coming up, especially because it's Saturn will be back. And like I said, mm-hmm. you took care of your stuff now. Saturn will be back to show you the results of all that hard work. But if you don't take care of your stuff now, I think Saturn's going to be like, you know, huh? Mm-hmm. fuck around, find out. Here you are. Yeah. If you're having trouble formulating, like, what am I trying to call in? A few tips on that is first, just to, to try to get in touch with yourself, sit in meditation, just take a few moments, take a few deep breaths, and focus on yourself in your as-is state. Just accepting of like, this is where I am at right now. And in that simple energy of just, just being, you can become more receptive to the knowledge in the form of like aha moments of like flashes of insight, feelings of direction, the pulls of inner knowing, but that doesn't happen until you get out of that reactive state. And really the only way to get out of a reactive state is by spending some time calming your nervous system. So breathing exercises, meditation, spending time in nature, spending time in ways that will help you feel more peaceful Find that inner peace in yourself. What places or what things, what activities make you feel like, oh, like this is, this is nice. Like this is, I don't, I'm not worried about anything right now. Even if it's just for like 10 minutes, it doesn't have to be like a full day, a a full day fiasco. But yeah, that, that practice of daily breath work, meditation, or, you know, finding your calm space will help you shift from that state of reaction and more into that state of being. And honestly, that's surrender. That's shifting from the state of action into the state of being, right? That's what surrender is. And surrender is a practice too. Surrender is a practice that you have to develop just like any other uh, practice. Um, You know, so here's here's that thing that I was looking for um, that it says, it says self-inflicted misery doesn't make a difference and every event or circumstance in your life is a test of your ability to surrender. A test of your ability to say, okay, I, I, I give it over. I give it over to the universe. Okay. So yeah. every time you surrender, you become a bit more free from the self-inflicted prison of your thoughts and emotions. And with each surrender, you go through the world with lightness and a rhythm that creates momentum and progress. When you surrender, the circumstances and events of your life lose their power over you, and then you end up having power over them. I thought that was so beautiful. Yeah, that is. That's beautiful. Surrender's hard. <laughs> it's true. It's, surrender sucks. Because if it um it feels like it feels like you're not in control. And it right. feels like you're just like letting things happen to you. But that's but that's not actually what that's what's happening. Because 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 you do go about, you know, living your daily life with your free will and there have been many choices that you have made, many decisions um, that you've made throughout your life. 
that have gotten you to the point where you are now. Mm -hmm. So if you take a moment and evaluate, okay, this is, this is where I've come from. This is how far I've come. This is what I've learned so far. And now I am here. And so then now, now where do I, where am I going? Like, where do I want to go from this moment? Like what's, what's going to, what's going to happen now? And that's where you take some time to make, make the changes or make the make the choices really because sometimes change is just a choice Mm -hmm. of i'm just not gonna do that anymore Mm -hmm. i'm gonna not gonna i'm not gonna share this and you know my plans with this negative nancy person who always has you know has uh, a problem for every solution or whatever (laughs) like (laughs) that's a good one i like that yeah it's in, in surrender is different for different people. Um, I mean, I look at it as re- honestly, when it's broken down to its most base form, releasing the need to control. And again, it's like, I want things the way that I want them. And this is how I want them to appear. And if you keep wanting that, um, that's not gonna, you're, you're, you're tightening that control. You're not surrendering and that's not going right. to produce the right. outcome that you want. Um, and that, for me, that's what's hard is like saying, okay, I can completely open to allowing this to unfold the way that it's meant to. And I don't know why, why we struggle with that because we at the core level already know we've written that in our soul blueprint. The outcome that we want is the outcome that we will get. It's uh-huh. just the way in which that we get it. We don't get to decide that. And that's the hard sure. part right there. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I think that's that's the key, right? Is having that trust that you will get you will get to your ideal outcome, even if it's a little different than maybe what you expected, right? Um, but yeah, you don't have to control the the line from A to B, right? Like no. what gets you from point A to B. You, you don't always that that doesn't have to look the same, and it's not going to look the same for everyone, and. Uh, like for example, if you're trying to maybe like manifest a promotion and you look at other people, it's like, well, you know, this person in my office got promoted within like three months or whatever, you know, whatever. And you're comparing yourself again, that like, it's, it's, I know it's said over time, a lot of the times, but it's true is that comparison is a thief of joy. Like you don't, you don't gain anything by comparing your life to other people. Their life is not your life. It doesn't serve you to sit there and think of like, well, woe is me and that sucks. Like, you know, that should be me. Like, no, you, you are you and you have your own journey. You have your own path and you will get there when you're supposed to. And it's fine. And, and okay. I think too it, that you also forget about divine timing and divine order, which are just as important because maybe that person got that promotion because they had already created cr- sort of finished all of the steps within their divine order, right? Within their divine timing. And you still have to do this thing because this is something that's going to actually create the opportunity, Uh you know? Um, You know, so I think that's also something that is really important when it comes to like surrender and comparison and all that stuff. um, Yeah. It doesn't really help the matter at all. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot there. I mean, there's so, there's so many parts to that. I mean, cause sometimes yeah, you'll, you'll see, you'll see something and you're only seeing like one facet of it. Right. Especially you don't if it's know, on social media. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see, you know, all the, the, the work and maybe 
awful things that a person has been through to get to where they are that day. You only see like the achievement. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes though you will see somebody who achieves something and then it quickly like slips out of their hands. Like it's it's gone. Like they'll get fired or you know, whatever, whatever happens to them. And again, it's not your journey. And maybe they're just they're meant to be somewhere else. And so this was just a small part of their of uh, their path that you had a glimpse into and but that's why it's uh that's not for you no <laughs> we'll say this a million different ways i know uh, i know but it, it's it but it isn't it's an interesting conversation to have because um you know again when it comes to manifestation when it comes to all of the things that we want to call into our life Um, You know, when it comes to doing the work, when it comes to all of that, like we Mm -hmm. have this idea or this ideal that we want to experience. And I don't think that, I mean, one of the things that I've been challenged with over the last 30 days specifically is the fact that is my dream too big? Am I dreaming? Am I being unrealistic? Am I being, um, you know, greedy or am I being, you know, too much? Am I asking for too much? Uh-huh. Am I not being logical? And that's what I've been struggling with. And it's like, who says, who, who, who limits my dreams? Who puts a cap on them? Who says what's realistic and what's not, what's logical or what's, you know, um, uh, who, who says that there's, nobody says that but me that's it yeah you know so coming to terms with the fact that i want what i call the motherfucking fairy tale is that's what i had to what i was struggling with um and that is all encompassing that's love that's relation that's career that's Mm -hmm. friendships relationships connections that's geography that is you know living manifestation money all of it yeah why don't I deserve that. Of course I do. But, and I've worked hard enough for it. I've been deep ass up deep into this (laughs) for, you know, 10, 11 years now, longer than that. And, um, God damn, I deserve the good stuff now. So yes, um, I'm, I'm calling it in and I'm letting it in. And this new moon, here's another thing about the new moon. Uh huh. Is that, um, for the more practical, because as I mentioned earlier, this is that like um, that we're in that 12th house energy. Um, and then your mantra for this could be, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, because it's a huge change from the last 12 weeks. But yeah. for the more practical among us, right, earth signs, that sort of thing, that means reaching your goals with hard work and patience and persistence. But for those airy dreamers, which I tend to straddle that. Um, it means that you're going to reach all of your goals wrapped up in that fairy tale ending. So um, right. there's a, this is an energy for everyone. Awesome. What else do you have for us? More about setting intentions. Okay, let's do it. It's your job to hold the vision of your intentions and know that they will manifest. And as far as this is like the key in manifesting is to live with gratitude or live in being grateful for them like they have already occurred. And 
this is just basically re-saying again what I just said like a few minutes ago, that it's not always your job to direct the flow of the path to get you to where you want or where you're meant to be. But that's what Pisces or Pisces is doing. It's the flow, right? The fish, it's flowing, it's going, it's running with the current. It's reminding you that flowing with life will get you to places that forcing going against, the, you know, against the current would never get you. Um, and while there will be undoubtedly be times when you need to make a decision or take action, because that's that's life, it is essential to become aware of when you need to flow with what life is handing you. And you need to trust life to dance with it and trust that the universe is always handing you the wisdom your energy needs. I love that. That's beautiful. I have like a little mantra to kind of help for this time. So this is like building on yours. And this is connecting with your higher self or your I am presence. And then say to yourself, I am protected. I am empowered. I am capable and I am loved. I love that. I say um, all the time, I am safe. And for me, safety encompasses everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's love, it's money, it's security. It's yeah. I, mantras are very helpful. I love them. And, and, you know, I have another one that I say um, that I was taught by somebody a long time ago. Everything I touch turns to gold. And I just, yes. when I start to feel like... <sighs> Yeah. You know, everything's going to shit, I say. Everything I touch turns to gold. Everything I touch yeah. turns to gold. I really like this or better. Yes. Kathy likes that one. Kathy Hardwick, yeah. our friend. Our friend. Friend of the pod. Yes. Um, of the pod. Yeah. She loves yeah, that's, that was my favorite. Uh, I, feel, I just feel like that one just that one just is feel, feels easy. Because I feel like some of them feel like I'm lying to myself. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I mean, and seriously, and that's why sort of that whole make it or fake it, right? Sure. And it's even hard. Um, You know, I like the way that you put it as if you already have it, but even that's hard because if Mm -hmm. you don't already have it, you're not stupid. Your brain knows I don't have this yet. Yeah, I don't have this. And so that's where we can run into some of those, you know, conflicting thoughts. But you do have to, you have to envisualize, envisualize, I just made up a word. You have to visualize <laughs> what it feels like. Yes. When yeah. that, like if you already had it. So yeah, it's not wrong. It's just, it's hard. It's just, we're acknowledging that it's freaking hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. During last night's, so the ceremony, uh, I was just talking about, you know, developing your intuition and, and being able to, because I feel like developing your intuition allows you to be in flow. Yeah. A hundred percent. Cause then you trust, right? Because it, it all, it all works together. Your intuition then leads to being able to trust the, the things as they, the hits as they come in. Um, but how do you, how do you do more of that? How do you get more in tune with yourself? How do you get in tune with your intuition? Um, and it's just meditation it's just sitting spending some time spending some time with yourself really is is what it is and that looks different for everyone um but i think that was the the benefit for for me or at least the i think the key for me was uh, being able to share that with people and being able to like offer a space to come and set the intention of like i'm giving myself this time to meditate because this is something that I'm doing for myself. And that's it. 
Yeah. And you're also connecting to yourself during any meditation, you know, um, you're connecting to your higher knowing you're connecting to your soul, your, your higher self, whatever you want to call it. Um, you're giving yourself the opportunity to be heard, um, you know, in between connecting to yourself and meditation. And then again, using Oracle or tarot to validate your intuition. Those are the two strongest, most powerful, um, practices that you can you know develop for intuitive and when you trust your own intuitive abilities or you trust your intuitive hits that means you trust yourself yes good stuff well that's all i had for today all right that was goodness that was goodness um i'm excited about this moon so me too i have good feelings about it As long as we're not fighting aliens or something. Right? I mean, right? It is a weird one. It is. It is. Pisces is that weird energy, right? Isn't it, it makes sense though, right? Like that you would start to see aliens in between like Aquarius and Pisces. And Pisces, season. yes. Of course. Of course. This is when the aliens would come. <laughs> Aquarius think, are a little alien. <laughs> I think, yes. And I think that the aliens are just tired of our shit, right? Like you said. For sure. Like, for sure. like, excuse me, what's happening? You know, because wasn't there just an earthquake someplace? Some Turkey too. Yeah, uh-huh. Turkey. There's like thousands of people. Yeah. So the Gaia is just like she's shake. She's coming out of the water and shaking off like a dog. Like, for sure. <clears throat> get everybody out of me. Well, friends, that means it's time to say goodbye. You can find us on all the socials under Esoterics Podcast and catch us on Facebook, hanging out in the Esoterics Podcast community. You can find that under Facebook groups. This is a safe place to ask questions on all things spiritual and everyday happenings, as well as start a conversation, post fun memes, and engage in your spiritual practices. And you will also find support and information for developing your own spiritual and intuitive abilities and daily practices on the Tools for the Modern Mystic page on my website, which I will always cross post in the Esoterics community on Facebook. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Stay mystical, magical, and don't let anyone tell you what to do.